Welcome, dumbheads, to MDC, the Mega Dumbcast. In this series, we're examining every single goddamn page of Alien Hunger, a quick start adventure for Vampire the Masquerade, to determine what is the dumbest thing on that page. Every episode is one page, every episode is short. If you'd like to play along at home, this is 1991's Alien Hunger, the official PDF release from White Wolf. Today we're discussing page 44 of Alien Hunger. We're continuing with our look at the roster of Seventh Son. Why, I have no idea. This is the house band at the Broad Street. We probably won't ever go to the Broad Street, except to meet with Edward when we're making peace with him one time. And these characters have nothing to do with the story, but here they are, so we gotta talk about them. Last time we discussed Jason Dodgerson, who exists only to invite slash force the storyteller to do a Jimi Hendrix impression, and Karen Mauve, a teenage girl from Fort Collins who Prince Ed recruited to join his house band at his own bar that he owns in Denver, this skeevy motherfucker. We now turn to the third member of the band, Leslie Booth. And I've got a take on Leslie Booth, but I'm just going to read to you selectively from her profile, and uh, you can form your own opinion. We'll see if we match up at the end. The keyboard and horn section for Seventh Son, Leslie has been with Edward for almost a full century now. He first noticed her in New York as he was passing through on his way west. She was singing in the opera and he was smitten. He sent her flowers and paid her court for the month that he and Duke remained in New York. When he left, he promised to send for her if he could. The years passed, and it was not until the Roaring Twenties that things were settled enough in Denver for Edward to make good his promise. Leslie's career had begun to falter by then, so when Edward sent a telegram inviting her to come to Denver to visit or stay, she came. He embraced her the night she arrived, and she has never regretted the trip to Denver or her embrace. As time passed, she continued her study of music and branched out from singing opera into other instruments. In the late 60s, just as Edward was beginning to form his first rock band, she and Edward had a falling out and she left Denver to go to California. Edward was saddened by her departure, but let her go. Six years later, in 1972, she returned, bringing with her a young man. She petitioned Edward for permission to make the man a vampire, and so overjoyed was Edward at her return that he immediately agreed. After his transformation, the man changed his name to Leslie, as a token of respect, and has been known as Leslie Wilkes ever since. Get it? Leslie Booth? Leslie Wilkes? And that's basically it. Okay. So I lied. I have no take on Leslie Booth. Uh, Because her whole profile is about two dudes, basically. I mean, what do we know about her? She was an opera singer in New York when Edward met her and fell in love with her. And then Edward said he would send for her. And then Edward did send for her. And then Edward embraced her. And then Edward started a band and they had a fight and she left. We don't hear anything about why or, or what she did when she left, except that After she left, she met this other guy, and this guy came with her to Denver when she returned, and Edward gave Leslie permission to embrace this guy, and this guy changed his name to Leslie out of respect. Nothing in this tells us one goddamn thing about Leslie Booth. Well, no, I take that back. If you do the math, Edward and Duke went to New York in 1900. It says here that they only stayed for a month. During that month, Edward said that he would send for Leslie, but then he didn't send for Leslie until the 20s. Then, when she travels from New York City to Denver in the 1920s, Edward embraces her immediately. Her apparent age is her early 40s, which means if we count back to her age in 1900 when Edward met her, we should subtract 20-odd years. It was in the 20s. I don't think it was in 1920 exactly. So we're talking about subtracting 21, 22, 23 years from early 40s. So we're really in Edward's sweet spot here. For this this woman that he fell in love with, this opera singer, she really was like right in the range of 18 to 20 years old when he fell in love with her at the age of 700 plus, by the way. 
But yeah, other than the fact that she was a teenager when Edward courted her in New York, and the fact that her life seems to revolve around him from that point on, uh, we don't we don't really know anything about Leslie Booth. This profile doesn't really help me with anything. Now, there's a description where it says she is a Wagnerian woman who would have looked right at home singing Brunhilde in her 20s, but now she's older. She still looks like an opera singer. Her demeanor is conformist, which means that overtly she likes to go along, but her nature is martyr, which means her true calling is to sacrifice for other people. Maybe. Under role-playing tips, it says, quote, you are strong and determined, confident things will go your way. However, you always have that weak spot for the underdog and are willing to do things for other seven if they hurt you, <laughs> though you will make a big deal about letting them know about the pain. I think what this is meant to say is you are willing to do things for the other seven, even if they hurt you. But what it says is you are willing to do things for other seven if they hurt you, which is big news if true, because that suggests that this is like a faded diva opera singer whose true passion in life is being a masochistic sub, but nobody wants to top her. And so she extorts it as like favors from her bandmates. So whenever one of her bandmates needs a favor, she's like, OK, sure, sure. You're going to hit me with the crop, though. I'm like, oh, yes, yes, Leslie, fine. That's much more interesting. There's a personality right there. I can I can roll with that, but I think it's just a typo. I think what it's meant to say is Leslie has basically no personality of her own. On every level, she exists only to do things for other people, and that's all we know about her, and that's that. Next up is Leslie Wilkes. Now, I don't know. I, I don't know even how much depth I should go into with Leslie Wilkes. He was a wannabe hippie. He met Leslie Booth in California, like late 60s, early 70s, somewhere in the Bay Area. She kind of like brought him to parties, you know, she, she kind of like gave him hippie cred. And then when she went back to Denver, he went with her and he likes weed. That's it. Oh, and he has intelligence five. So he's like an actual genius. But there's there's no mention of that anywhere here in the rest of his write up. As far as I can tell, this character exists only to form the non joke of having a Leslie Wilkes and a Leslie Booth in the band. It's almost as though in the play test, it happened to come up who the members of Seventh Son were. And the storyteller, as one of those jokes you make at the table, like came up with Leslie Booth and so then somebody was like, oh, and who's the other member of the band? And he was like, oh, Leslie, Leslie Wilkes. And everybody laughed. And thus, a worthless canonical character was born into the world of darkness. The dumbest thing on this page is simply that it is devoted to two characters who are absolutely nothing. And it, and it goes two layers deep. Leslie Booth, who has no personality and is just about other people, and then Leslie Wilkes, who has really no strong personality of his own and is just about Leslie Booth. Not that we're ever going to meet either of these people in a playthrough of Alien Hunger, but if we did, they'd be boring. But at least they sometimes go out in public. Join me next time for an NPC who doesn't even do that on MDC, the Mega Dumbcast. This has been Mega Dumbcast. New episodes drop every day except for Sundays, when all the previous week's episodes drop in one big megasode on the patrons-only RSS feed. If you'd like to get access to that feed and support the show, go to patreon.com slash megadumbcast. Social media was never healthy and is now dying, so if you want to contact me, you can email me. I am megadumbcast at gmail.com. This season's theme song is Suck City by Black Math, whose work you can find at freemusicarchive.org slash music slash black underscore math. Dumbheads, I will catch you next time.